Are you ready? ready? For the obscure superstar How's it going, everybody? You've made your way to Obscure Superstar Spotlight. I'm Mitch Baxter. I'm flying solo today. No Brian Breaker. No big underscore Bane. It's just me. Now, on this episode, I'm going to go on ahead and feature a man by the name of Kenny Chaos. Now, Kenny Chaos is, uh, as some of you may know, was from WCW, World Championship Wrestling, if you will. And his career spanned from 1996 through 1999. Now, he, it, it says on Wikipedia he started in WCW in 1996, but his debut was actually in on August the 21st, 1995. Now, this old dude here, he's from uh, Anchorage, Alaska. He uh, was trained by Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker and the WCW Power Plant. Uh... Now, I did see on a Mikey Whipwreck shoot interview that Mikey Whipwreck and Kenny Chaos were uh, backyard wrestling together, which is a little fun fact that Wikipedia won't tell you. Only Mitch Baxter can tell you about that one. I'm talking in third person like I'm some, some sort of douche or something. Anyway, I'm going to take a swig of beer for that one. I hate doing podcasts by myself. I feel so, like, naked right now. Anyway, uh, Kenny Chaos also went by the ring names Kenny Shaw and Just Chaos. And the dude's real name is Kenneth M. Stasiowski. Now, here's what this old dude did, man. He's a, He was always kind of a firecracker. He was in the tag team called High Voltage, with his tag team partner being uh, Robert Knepic. Ken, Ken, Kinepic? That can't be right. What the fuck? Come on, Wikipedia. Robbie Rage. There it is. Why would they put a shoot name on the article of Wikipedia? That's the stupidest thing in the world. Nobody's going to know his shoot name. Uh, yeah. Uh, now, it, it says that uh, they made their debut on April 27th at a house show, losing to their trainer, Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker and Lieutenant James Earl White. Or Wright. Sorry. Read that wrong. So I just found I fell into a wormhole over here. I'm looking up James Earl Wright. I mean, it sounds familiar, but I don't. I can't like place him at the moment. <clears throat> looks like James Earl White was. Uh, looks like he had a good career before WCW at Stampede Wrestling and World Wrestling Council. Anyway, no, we're not. We're not here to talk about Lieutenant James Earl Wright. We're here to talk about Kenny Fucking Chaos. Now, Kenny Chaos. I used to watch him and. You know, I always thought he looked like the love child of Bill DeMont and uh, Louis Piccoli. And, and maybe a little bit of a couple of injections of, uh, you know, Danaball or whatever or something. I mean, here and there. Uh, now, Kenny Chaos and uh, the team of High Voltage 
they they look like they've had some good opponents. They had a of course Harlem Heat, Vicious and Delicious, aka Scott Norton, Buff Bagwell, the Faces of Fear, the Steiner Brothers, and of course makeshift cruiserweight teams. That's what Wikipedia says. Now, despite this, High Voltage remained under Carter's and competed on WCW's secondary shows a la Saturday Night, Pro, and Worldwide, and remained jobbers for most of their tenure. They appeared in New Japan Pro Wrestling between November 1997 and February 1998, with Chaos representing in the Super Grade Tag League. High Vulture wrestled their final match on September 5th house show, where they defeated the Dancing Fools, which would be Disco Inferno and Alex Wright. High Voltage subsequently split due to Rage, Robbie Rage, suffering an injury. That son of a bitch, he just decided to get hurt and said, Fuck you, Kenny Chaos, you're on your own, brother. So after old Robbie Rage got hurt, our brother Kenny Chaos wrestled his first match as a singles wrestler in a losing effort to Ernest the Cat Miller. So apparently during that time when Ernest the Cat Miller was walking out there saying, I'm going to whoop somebody. I'm a three-time world karate champion. At that time, apparently Kenny Chaos came out there to uh, go on ahead and uh, accept the challenge. And he did get whooped. And apparently he was that somebody that got whooped. And then uh, Ernest the Cat Miller decided to call his mama afterwards. And then Brodus Clay completely took the gimmick and did his own shit with it and then uh, became Tyrus and TNA. And, uh, yeah, I guess the gimmick is now dead until somebody else recycles it. Hopefully uh, somebody else can call their mom. Mother's Day is coming up. Anyway, but we're not talking about Mother's Day. Fuck Mother's Day. We're talking about Kenny Chaos. Kenny Chaos then proceeded to perform as an undercard face before receiving a push beginning on the October 26, 1998 episode of Nitro. After losing to Stevie Ray, damn it, Kenny Chaos can't catch a break. Chaos was assaulted by Ray and Buff Bagwell before being saved by none other than Rick Steiner. Yes, he's got the dog-faced gremlin in his corner. As Steiner defeated the Giant and Scott Steiner in a handicap match, holy shit, to win the World Tag Team Championship for himself at Halloween Havoc the night before, and needed a tag team partner in order to defend the title. Steiner chose Kenny Chaos as his partner, giving him the first and only championship of his career, being Kenny Chaos. Now, that's a hell of a hell of a guy to have in your corner, Rick Steiner at that time, because that guy was one bad motherfucker. And he decides to choose none other than Kenny Chaos. You know, the happy-go-lucky uh, baby Huey-like uh, juiced-up son of a bitch that he was. I mean, he's just like happy, happy as can be, big kid in WCW, having fun. Yada, 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 fuck you, cruiserweights. Uh, even though he's losing to all of them. And he's just like, yeah, I'm happy to be here, happy to be here, happy to have a job, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I don't know what the fuck's going on. That that kid, uh, Dean Malenko, can't work because he's tiny and he's small. But, hey, I'm on steroids and I'm big, so fuck it. I got to get a push somehow. How, when am I going to get my push? When am I going to get my time? And Rick Steiner said, brother. I see you. I got you. And so Rick Steiner went on ahead and beat the shit out of Scott Steiner and the Giant. And he goes, hey, Kenny Chaos, you want to help me? Not like I, not like I need your help, but I'm going to go ahead and ask for your help. So, therefore, he gave Kenny Chaos his first 
break right there. So, yeah. Later that night. Oh, wait. I'm, I'm fucking up. Okay. On the November 12th episode of Thunder, Chaos picked up his first victory as a singles competitor by defeating Kendall Wyndham. Damn. The office loves Kenny Chaos all of a sudden. Look at this guy. While still the world tag team champion, holy shit, Chaos challenged Conan for his world television championship on the December 17th episode of Thunder. Wow, Kenny Chaos is like just, I mean, from October through December of 1998, Kenny Chaos is the fucking man. Dude, I bet he got all kinds of rats during that time. He was just like, yeah, bitch, I'm a WWE tag team champion. And guess what? I'm gearing, I'm gearing to go ahead and uh, put my sights set on the uh, old uh, WCW Television Championship because, baby, I'm going to be on TV defending that bullshit every fucking night. And the bitches are like, oh, Kenny Chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are, okay, where, what room are you going to be in? I'm in room 208 at the Ramada Inn, baby. Oh, we'll be there. We'll be there. And then Kenny Chaos is the guy that's like, oh, fuck, I'm too fucked up and hammered. He's the guy that's, like, falling asleep standing up at the bar because he drank himself silly, didn't know his own limit. And, of course, Rick Steiner probably had to carry him back to that Ramada, and he was passed out and couldn't answer the door when the rats were knocking. And, therefore, that's why he did not defeat Conan that night on December the 17th episode of Thunder. Yeah, that's that's what I think happened. I don't think, you know, it had anything to do with his wrestling skills. I mean, he got trained by Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. I mean, he's the man, right? So on the December 21st episode of Nitro, just less than a week later after that thunder, Chaos lost to Lex Luger after distraction from <gasps> Robbie Rage, you motherfucker, who once again confronted Chaos over high voltages split. Somebody's got sour grapes. Hey, he's the pussy that got hurt and left Kenny Chaos hanging. And Kenny Chaos did fine, apparently. He got titles. He got Rick Steiner in his corner. He even got a lot of rats, too, even though he didn't get to fuck them. He's still the man. Anyway. However, before the angle could develop any further, Rage was released from his contract during his recovery from a previous injury. That's what you get for being a pussy, Robbie Rage. Following this, Steiner, Rick Steiner, and Kenny Chaos were forced to vacate the World Tag Team titles in January 1999 due to Steiner suffering an injury. Kenny Chaos cannot catch a break. All his partners keep getting injured. Even the great and wonderful dog-faced gremlin himself, Rick Steiner. On this, uh, on January 9th, 1999, episode of Saturday Night, Chaos and new tag team partner, <gasps> beautiful Bobby Eaton. Holy shit, that's my boy in real life. Defeated La Parka and Silver King. Holy shit, he defeated the fucking La Parka. L.A. Park, and Ramsey's from Nacho Libre in the first round of a tournament to crown the new WCW World Tag Team Champions. Wow, they got the fucking tag team titles. Him and Bobby Eaton in 1999 on WCW Saturday Night? Oh, wait, no, they didn't. I'm a fucking idiot. They won the first round. Apparently, I can't read. All right, on the January 16th episode of Saturday Night, Chaos and Eaton were eliminated by... Uh, from the tournament by Bobby Duncan Jr. and Mike Enos. Well, that fucking sucks. Way to get slapped in the face by that shit. Following this, Chaos becomes a single singles competitor and found mixed success over the next few months. 
On the August the 30th episode of Nitro, Chaos teamed with Prince Ikea and wrestled against the West Texas Rednecks, being Barry Windham and Kendall Windham, for the WWE Tag Team Championships. But they were unsuccessful in defeating the Rednecks for the title. After a three-month absence from television, Chaos returned on the November 18th episode of Thunder and lost to Lash LaRue in what turned out to be his final match. Stasiowski, which is Kenny Chaos's real last name, retired from professional wrestling shortly after. You know what this reminds me of? If you ever watch that show Intervention on A&E, this is Intervention right here. This motherfucker, he had his shit, like, just... I mean, he had his peak moments. He, he became tag team partners with uh, Bobby Eaton. Rick Steiner had titles for a minute, had rats for a little bit, even though he didn't get to fuck them. And he just went all, like, it all just went crashing down. Not even a year later, it's all gone. And then some. And guess what? His career died, too. Everything dies. He's almost like a... I don't know. I can't think of the the storybook of the person that touch that kills everything they touch. But uh, the story of Kenny Chaos, it's just it's sad. Makes me want to cry. You know. I think. I hope in real life, Mister uh, what the fuck is his name, Stasiowski, is uh, happily married and has a good job, white picket fence, big house, nice car, minivan, hopefully. And I hope he just doesn't have to think about these WCW days ever again, except for October 1998 through December 1998, because those are probably the best years of his life. The fuck are we talking about? Back at it again. Yeah. <laughs> It's Jenkins. What up, Jenkins? My dude, Bane. Big Bane. Let's get it. Let him know. And turn it up. And turn it up. And what? And turn it up. And what? And turn it up. Well, okay. Turn it up, can you feel it? It's got a sense of you then up in the dresser with you Then just put your waist in the sin and get on the floor and go kill it Hold on that drink and don't spill it Yeah, I'm the one that did it, but you want this, so come get it Up in the club, it becomes the ratchet, O's in the scones The ballas mix up 